Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to another edition of the Hoop Jack Podcast Series. I am your host, Christopher Armistead, and we have a lot going on in the NBA from continuing playoff basketball to rumors and possible, you know, free agency mark, well as even coaching replacements. So we're going to get right into it with the, uh, some of the different rumors that have been going around. And real quickly, one of the biggest rumors today was the Gobert-Mitchell fiasco heading in Utah. And is this the end of the Rudy Gobert-Donovan-Mitchell era in the NBA? There were rumors where it was, it's either me or him. There was a rumor going around that Rudy, uh, Rudy Gobert made a comment saying either you are put either you are trading me or you are trading him it's up to you to the organization i think if i find the exact quote it might make better sense but essentially that was the aspect of it was it's either this or that and i think with you know all the playoff problems that the utah jazz have had over the years they've had great teams in the regular season but once it comes to playoffs it's it's just short they had a problem in the bubble, and they had a problem against the Mavericks. And I got to tell you, it, it's just sounding like Utah is dying out of this duo. But they're also, if they lose one or both, it's going to be a real big problem for this team moving forward as far as free agency markets. Because Utah might not be the one of the bigger destinations, but they have a, uh, they have, you know, that franchise is rich with, you know, at least as far as a some playoff with playoff experience, but also with, you know, keeping star talent. And I mean, Utah can still do that. And at least if they had still had Mitchell there, I think if you're going to give anybody away, get rid of Gobert. Go keep Donovan Mitchell at least there. It, this playoff series lacked because of Mike Conley, and it is what it is with the travel. But Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, that duo can still do work. With Gobert, I, I think you can go to the market for another big man. I think if the options were open, I would. Gobert is a great defensive player. He can get you your blocks and he can get you your rebounds. But scoring aspect has been hit or miss. And team chemistry-wise, it's really hit or miss. Ever since the pandemic hit, I think that matchup, that duo just needs to break up, split, do something. Because it is not working with this franchise. I think that's just what needs to happen moving forward. And then moving towards the playoff series, we have big, we're, we're going to go over some of the recap of the first, some of the games in the second round of the, I think it was the semifinals. And, and I got to tell you, this looks great. These are going to be, these are going to be some great series moving forward. Milwaukee and Boston were the first game yesterday and Milwaukee did not hesitate they won game one 101 to 89 and it was it was it was not a great shooting night or defensive night for the Celtics I did see Marcus Smart had to go out I mean but he came back he had 33 minutes he was 3 of 11 from the field 10 points 6 assists not a whole lot of steals. He had three fouls and three turnovers. But Jalen Brown was even worse with the 12 points, nine rebounds, seven turnovers. The turnover factor is going to be a huge deal. And and South and Boston was plus five in turnovers, 18 to 13. That's not good to have more turnovers than that. You're just giving the ball away at that point. 
And Antetokounmpo did not disappoint. He had a triple-double, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. And Drew Holiday, 25 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. I think we also just need to look at the fact that without Middleton, they're going to have to work hard for this series. But I think the fact that they were able to take one away proves that once Middleton comes back, it's going to be a strong team moving forward. Next game, moving full. Next game, moving along. We had the Warriors versus Mem the Grizzlies, and that game came down to the wire. Golden State wins away and wins Game One, one seventeen, one sixteen, coming down to Clay, some clutch Clay Thompson free throws, and Jordan Poole. Man, these guys are a force to be reckoned with. Warriors, Curry had 24, 4, and 3, 5 fouls, it didn't help. Gary Payton had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. And Andrew Wiggins, 17 and 8, but I think a lot of it came from the bench. Jordan Poole, 31 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. That man is on fire. I don't see anybody stopping him, but the Grizzlies had a great run. Jaron Jackson Jr., 33 points, 10 rebounds. John Moran, 34 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds, near, near a triple-double. But when I look at it, as far as the re um, assist totals and rebound totals, Golden State had more. They had 51 to 47 and 31 to 26 um, difference in uh, rebounds and assists. And then Green did have, was ejected early on in game one with a flagrant two. And watching it back, I mean, he, he lives for this. He lives for kind of some of those fouls that end up turning into ejections. But that didn't stop the Warriors. And I think it's, it's this is gonna be a great series. I could see this going to six or seven. Um, I would like to see Golden State keep pushing, keep moving forward, but we're just going to have to see what game two looks like and how big of an impact this is going to be. And just Draymond just cannot get ejected, man. I know it's playoffs, but, and I also think it could come down to the referees. It's just how hard do you think it is? How hard is that foul for you to kind of go, yeah, it might be. Then we have some of the games tonight. We have on 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TNT, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. This is game uh, This is game one. Philadelphia 76ers take it on the Miami Heat in Miami. Miami a 7.5 point favorite, and Embiid is out indefinitely with an orbital fracture and a mild concussion. He is not expected to come back until game three. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt a lot. Without Embiid and his presence, Miami might as well just take these two games. Seven, Miami 7.5. You might as well make that Miami 10. And money lines minus 360. I would really put all everything on for my Miami tonight. Are you kidding? Because without that big man presence, they don't have anybody. Philly does not have anybody. I'm sorry to say this. They do not. You're not going to be able to guard out Anabio. You're not going to be able to get what you want on the defensive end. Deadman and Adebayo and um, just that Miami group. And they're better. And the shooting-wise, Dustin, uh, Dustin Robinson. Uh, you got Robinson. You got Hero. You got Butler. You got Lowry. You got all those guys who can shoot. 
and just my and Philly only has you know they got Maxi and you got Harden. You kind of got Tobias Harris, but it's you know hit or miss. Oh wait, I'm thinking of the no. I might think I might be thinking of the wrong team. Um, but I got Miami winning tonight. They're gonna take Game One, and then the later game on 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, also on TNT, we have the Philadelphia 70, uh, the Dallas Mavericks heading to Phoenix to play the Suns. Phoenix a six-point favorite. And I like Phoenix. There's no injuries, so Devin Booker being there as well with Chris Paul. Luka Doncic having his opportunity in the semifinals. I like this matchup um, of Paul versus Doncic. I see a lot of assists. There is the boost of Paul and Doncic, 20-plus assists, combined assists tonight. I'm going to take that bet. And moving forward, I see Phoenix taking game one. This team, it, it, what it really comes down to, Aiton needs to get on the rebounding edge. He did not show it in game one because, you know, when you got a better rebounder in Valanciunas, Dallas might not have that big man presence, but Aiton needs to show it if they're going to have a re, if eventually they're going to have to probably play against Milwaukee if they repeat. If this goes back to a repeat final, that's what's going to happen. He's going to get out rebounded. He needs to show. That that wasn't a fluke in game in the first series versus New Orleans. That you're not getting out rebounded by Valanciunas. You need to come out and show us what you have. So that's gonna be it for this section, guys. We are gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have our one-on-one Hooper profile with overseas professional basketball star Vance Johnson. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Hoop Jack Podcast Series, guys. And today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest, overseas professional basketball star Vance Johnson. Vance, it's great to have you on the show, man. Thanks for having me, man. So you currently are playing overseas in the UK, correct? Correct. So how's the how's the, the club that you're playing with? Is it a club? Do they call it a club? Yeah, they call it clubs over there. Okay, so how how do you how do you like the club this season, and what how's the season been holding up for you guys? Well, so a bit of a backstory. I kind of like joined them uh, late, like in the second half of the season. So it's been good for the most part. You know, a lot of ups and downs of the season. We uh, it's kind of been like um very, how can I say, polarizing because it has two like different ends at one moment we were like uh losing i can say like five games straight we lost and then we kind of just went on a run like winning six six games in a row and it kind of put us in like in the playoff berth and now that like gave us a, a, a playoff spot and now we're playing through the playoffs and now we're in the semifinals as we speak so it's kind of like like the whole experience this year. It, it lets you know like you can never get too high, too low because in the end of the day, all you gotta do is like really keep pushing, and and you can like really how can I say like come out on top in a sense, you know. So right. So and like you said, it's it's all about kind of you start. It started slow, but then. You guys started picking up the momentum late and getting a playoff berth, and currently in the semifinals. Congrats to you guys for 
still competing at a high level and mm-hmm. possibly getting the chance to play for the chip. And so, and before that, were you still a part of the U like for overseas in the UK or were you, were you a part of uh, Germany? Uh, no, no. So how it went, um, I, um, signed a deal to go to Germany initially and I got there about like, uh, I want to say like July, like 27th, 28th, you know, just for like, you know, conditioning and preseason work, you know, just getting acclimated to being overseas. So, <clears throat> um, we, we started off nice. We started off like, uh, kind of patchy and rough as any new team would because we were moving up from the pro B to the pro A. So, you know, it was a bunch of new guys, you know, we got this time, we got like five imports and, you know, just guys from everywhere. So, um, with the, like being in Germany, you know, it kind of like opened my eyes, you know, like to the pro world. And then like, we kind of went on like throughout the season, we won like our first two games, our first two games playing in pro A. So everybody was like excited and hyped. And then we went on a losing streak, you know, and, and that's like, like I, I stated as like getting here in Scotland, you know, you can kind of like, it's highs and lows to your season all right so back to germany you know we went on our losing streak and uh, i kind of made like uh rookie mistakes if you will and i got sent home from germany so i got sent home from germany around like uh november like mid-november so i got sent home i was home for like uh you know the holidays and um I just got to thinking, of like, you know, of course I'm working out because this is my profession, so this is what I do, you know. But, like, I just got to thinking, like, man, is my season over with? And then, sure enough, the guy, the head coach or the player coach here with the Rocks, he he uh he got in contact with my, my agent. And, you know, you know, by the grace of God, like, I, I got a offer, and then I came over here to Scotland, I mean, which is part of the U.K., and, you know, from that point on, it's just I've been, you know, here with the Rocks and we've been rolling. So that's good to hear that you got another opportunity after Germany to kind of make, make mm-hmm. a note and, you know, put your foot somewhere where you can make a difference. Yeah. And at playing college, you started at the your college level at Northeast Community College, correct? That's kind of where you started yeah. college career? Yes. How, how how was it playing in kind of the JUCO community college circuit? How can I, because I think of at every level, there's always competitiveness, no matter what level. Yes, yes. And I can even imagine at the community college level, JUCO level, they're, they're working hard to kind of get that spot to mm-hmm. move up. So what was that kind of level like? well <clears throat> i always like to say like juco like junior college basketball it's like a a, a cross between high school and uh, and college basketball from the standpoint of like being able to get acclimated to playing college but like some of the gyms are still like high schoolish if you will um like and then with that whole setting of being junior college is like you know um 
I don't mean to say like, you know, uh, negative, but it's kind of like crabs in the bucket. Like everyone's trying to get to the next level, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, you know, everybody's competing. Like, you know, you're on a team with guys, but you kind of sort of competing amongst each other because you guys want scholarship. Everyone wants to go D1, you know? So, um, and then on top of that, my, my conference, uh, region 11, which it was, uh, was a pretty tough conference. You know, we had like three of the top teams in the top, like 25 in the Juco nation, like top 100. So like, it was just competitive. You know, you got a lot of guys, some guys, you know, they transfer, you know, they'd be freshmen at a division one school and they transfer to the junior college level. You know, you have a lot of young guys come, you know, high school kids that like get overlooked, you know, they're talented. You have, um, you know, freshmen, like true freshmen as well. So like junior college, I believe it's like, it's, it's a great thing because it allows everyone the opportunity to get to the next level, you know? So that, that, that experience, I, I hold that near and dear to me because that, that's kind of helped, it helped me mold me who I am today because Without the junior college, you really won't get none of that that grit, that grind, you know, some of that callus you need to be able to go and play on the next level. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And then after your time at Northeast, you uh, moved up to Milwaukee to play with mm-hmm. them. And how was that experience for you playing at playing at uh, Milwaukee Milwaukee U? Um. Yeah. It's, so it's the University of Wisconsin at Milwaukee, but uh, that that yeah that experience was I can say it was uh um it it, it was not I want to say like life changing if you will because it was like being at a university was different. It's a different like aspect within itself, but like just learning how to play like college basketball because everyone dreams about you know playing division one and then like you get there now you gotta like you gotta get acclimated to everything you gotta be able to watch film you know you gotta be able to you know balance having to go to classes and and study hall and meeting with your academic advisor and you know so it's it's more is you you basically learn it's more to basketball than just basketball you know um it was it was pretty fun, you know. We got to play some of the brick schools. We played like Wisconsin my junior year, I never forget that. And then like uh, my senior year, we played like Cincinnati. So it was like you know, just it was it was a great experience. You get to um, you know get kind of mold more. You 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 build even more. Like from that standpoint of me, I uh, believe I uh built more like of my body you know what i'm saying i'm gonna say it and then like just fundamental aspect of the game just learning the game more like the small details is what mattered at the division one level so um yeah that's 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 pretty much um all i could think of absolutely man and i i think having uh, and especially having that time you know it can be hard being a student athlete juggling class mm-hmm. juggling finding the time for everything it can be tough i can can relate i was even though i was division two no matter where you go at division one two three and ai it doesn't matter really yeah matter of 
time management and getting everything mm. done. But, and then kind of you, but going back to kind of where the beginning of where everything started, you grew up in Calumet City, Illinois. Is that correct? <laughs> Calumet City. I, uh, I knew I was going to say that wrong. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to say this wrong. But so it's Calumet, Calumet City. Yeah, Calumet City. So, what? what how, tell me about Calumet City. What's it like? Okay, so, like, I wanted to say, you know, Calumet City is a place that, like, I, I live because, you know, growing up, my mom and I, me and my family, we, we moved around quite a bit. So, like, I, initially, I, I'm from Dalton, Dalton, Illinois. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, it's just a, a small suburb uh, on the outskirts of Chicago. We're like 15 minutes from the inner city. Uh, so, um, it is, is, is Dalton where I grew up, you know, cause I, um, the questions are read through and yeah, Dalton is where like I grew up. I went to like grammar school and junior high, you know what I'm saying? And, like that's where I first got into basketball at. So, but these two like cities, Dalton and Calumet City, they're like literally side by side. So it really, it really wouldn't matter, you know, if I, you know, it's it's really either or. So, you know, growing up in in Calumet City is 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 kind of you know it's it's his own unique experience. You know, we kind of somewhat away, but we still by you know Chicago, um, everything that you know you 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 hear about you hear about and. Like, it's a beautiful city. Like, you know, so often we, like, as being a Calumet City kid or Dalton kid, whatever you want to say, um, we often go, you know, to our downtown area, um, you know, like going to Navy Pier and, um, you know, various sites around the city, you know, just, you know, just to enjoy ourselves as well. So it, it, it's kind of its own unique experience. Absolutely. And when when did you start kind of developing the love and working out the game of basketball? When did you start? So you asking me like when did I start playing basketball or like like when yeah I... like when did you start like kind of taking it seriously? You know, falling in love with the okay. game. Okay, so I started like age eight, but like when I started like really taking it serious, I want to say like fifteen, like sixteen, like really realizing like oh man i can i can capitalize off this you know like i can i can get far you know and then that's when i was like man because you know uh like i grew up like you know Simeon was like one of the biggest schools so like at the time it was like jabari parker is like one of the biggest things so like seeing him and then like me being that age as well like you know i was like oh man i could make it you know far like as you know you could just see the guy like you could see with your own two eyes a prime example of what you can become like you know your potential so it just kind of pushed me you know you know to get to where I wanted to be so um I say at the age of 16 is when I started to really take it serious and like really started work out and getting the gym and learning the importance of working out, you know, and the reps and everything that goes into becoming uh, a good player. <clears throat> right. I, and I, and I think it's interesting. I always like to see when people, you know, started to play 
really got, you know, focused on it. And it's a lot of different yeah. ages, you know, some are really young, some are, you know, 15, 16, some are, you know, mm. 10, 12, it varies. But I think it, it doesn't matter kind of when you start, it's how committed are you to it and how much are you willing to put commitment into it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then for your, for high school or, you know, prep school, you played at Midwest Elite? Uh, So, no. Um, for high school, I went to T-Up North. I went to T-Up North for uh three years, and then I transferred my senior year and went to Midwest Elite Prep. Okay. So, what was mm. kind of – talk to me about your – what was it like at uh, for your high school experience playing ball? High school was pretty fun. You know, um, we often played, like, uh, various teams around the city, the south suburbs. So we played good talent, like uh, Bogan, you know, teams of the sword and teams like Hillcrest and, like, like, like great competition, I can say. We played, but... When I went to uh, prep school, it was uh, I think the, the 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 competition level was like somewhat of the same, but we were actually playing uh, kids that were nationally ranked. So that was probably the the difference was like uh, the competition, if you will, but not even the competition. It was just like these guys were, you know, kind of highly touted, you know. So that was the only difference. And then when, so you started your pro, when, what year did you start your pro career? <laughs> kind, of, uh, kind of doing the math here because I have a, kind of a question leading up to it. Okay, so I started my pro year in 2019. Okay, so, 20, so 2019 and 2020, you would have been around the time overseas when the pandemic really hit, correct? Uh. Yeah, I would have, but I wasn't. Okay, so you were you were still at home, so you weren't kind of worried about what yeah. home felt like. But still, in the aspect of the pandemic, how were you? How did it affect you? Kind of not when everything kind of shut down. <laughs> All right, so it's kind of a funny backstory. Uh, I actually like ruptured my Achilles within that time. Okay. Right, so with with rupturing my Achilles, I was uh, already pre-quarantine before the world went on quarantine. So when everything started having like the pandemic, it was kind of normal to me because I was already like you know foot propped up and on on crutches at the time. So it was kind of like perfect timing, if you will, because like I didn't miss a beat, you know, you know. But so. It really, it really didn't affect me at all, in in a sense. And then, but what? So, how long did it take for you to kind of get back onto the court after your Achilles? Uh, so that that process like a six to eight month process, and then still after that, like you still have to like, you know, put more work in, like to get back to being like one hundred percent, you know. And you took the time for rehab and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, how did it, um, so I did see that you were a part of uh, the brand Boosted Biz with your own mm. uh, merch with Vance Johnson or the V and the J. Uh, yeah, BJ. How did, 
Yeah. So how do you how do you like working with Booster Biz and being able to kind of get your name and your merch out there? Um, that was a unique experience within itself. Uh, um, I remember the, uh, the the company, the guys, they reached out to me and say, "Hey, would you like to you know be a part of this and have your own brand?" And like that was something I always wanted to do, but you know I never quite knew how to uh, actually like monetize off of it. So they you know helped me out, and it's been it's been lovely, you know. And people so support it shows you like you know who really wants to support you, you know, if you will. So absolutely, it's and, been a blessing, you know. And are there any other brands that you're either? working with or would want to work with in the future i mean it's it's a it's a quite a few brands i would want to work with but uh i guess i have to you know just wait until to those moments come where i can sit down and have those conversations with those brands you know um, i like brands like uh psd and nike so like i would love to you know go in business or not even necessarily you know go in business but have them endorse me or I endorse them, whatever the case may be. Um, Absolutely, man. Anything, kind of, anything can happen. Just put, just to, you know, put the word out there. Even you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen because for us, I mean, for myself, they reached out to us, and it's been great. And you know, just kind of reaching out to other brands who can help, you know, mm -hmm. make a difference, and they do a lot of things. So I'm grateful for that. But I mean. You, the the world is your oyster, man. You have a great opportunity to keep growing with your brand and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, and my last question to you is, what advice would you give to the next generation of high school basketball players or even college players wanting to play, either continuing to play at a high level in college or even overseas? What would be your advice? Oh, man. Man, it 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 be quite a few things. Uh, first thing, first and first and foremost is you gotta you gotta really love you gotta really love the game of basketball. You know, if you want to like continue and play professional, because you know playing overseas like um, it opens your eyes. Like you're not always gonna be the guy, and and not necessarily you. You have to be able to fit on a team, you know, because some clubs already have their guy who they want to, you know, score the points, and so you got to be able to mesh and be a good teammate and be, you know, be able to be on the team. You know, that's the first thing. So the first thing, first and foremost, I I would say you you will have to love the game of basketball. Most definitely, you know, just just being away from your family, and and just being away from everything you know. You know, you have to love it. Second thing is, um, you know, just come, come, come ready to work and, and, you know, ears open, you know, to be the ability to learn, you know, be able to um, take advice and, you know, you're not always right. You know, things are different on this side. So you, you have to adapt to things over here. So. You have to be able to listen to, you know, the guys that are on your team that are older, you know, you know, they, they are there for a reason. And you, you have to be able to, you know, get along and, and, and take their, their guidance, if you will. 
And the third thing is, and 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 first and foremost, and I mean, well, the third thing, last but not least, part of me, uh, it's been a long day, my bad, but you you have to really, uh, it's just it's it's uh, a mental thing, you know. You you have to be able to, you know, stick with it, you know, because a lot of I seen a couple guys they get over here and they don't like it, now they ready to go, you know. Um, you know, you don't like how a coach talked to you and then you're ready to, you know, leave, you know. You know, things are not always going to be peachy creamy. Um, it's not always going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows, you know. So you have to be ready to take take the, the, the punches, if you will. Um, like I, I stated earlier, like even, even in Germany, I went, I won first two games and lost – uh five more you know what i'm saying then i get over here i lose five in a row so it's like you gotta be ready to to be on this roller coaster you know it's it's a grind and 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 you know just be be good peoples man be a good teammate you know things like that 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 helps you stick over here um that's the that's the best advice i could give any any young guy that's that's looking for hey man I want to just go overseas you know or hey I'm I'm ready to jump pro you know you got you gotta love this man you gotta really love it because you know you might not get paid much your, your first year you know it's not it's not as glamorous as the NBA you know you don't necessarily always fly and especially in domestic leagues like where everyone's playing just in this country you're not necessarily you're not necessarily flying everywhere you know so you gotta you gotta get used to that, you know. Um, it's a lot of other little things as well, but you know those those are those are those experiences uh, individuals have to have on their own. But that that's the best advice I can I can give the young guys at the moment. Absolutely, man, and some great advice to hear. I want to thank man, thank you, Vance, for taking the time to come on the show, kind of give your experience and. You know, I wish you the best of luck moving forward, man. I wish you the best of luck in your pro career with mm-hmm. your brand and like that. I wish you the best. I appreciate that, man. I wish you well as well. Thanks for having me on the podcast, man. No problem. We'll be right back with more of Jack, guys, so stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I want to thank Vance for taking the time to come on the show. And, guys, make sure to check out his brand with Boosted Biz. This is Vance Johnson, but it's BJ. Make sure to check it out. Show, show them some love. Show the support. And before we get into our uh, mindful mindful minute, I want to thank a uh, minute to thank our sponsors and thank our affiliations. We are also working with Boosted Biz. They are a great company to get out your merch, your swag, t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, shorts, anything you uh, tank tops, anything you want, anything you like, it's there. Make sure to check out our our merch line with Boosted Biz Hoop Jack Podcast Series. It can be found on our on the website as well as if you go on our Instagram page and click on the link tree. The link is there. Make sure to check it out and show the support. Also, check out our affiliation with Kenichi Bear Headphones. Have you been looking for the for the chance to kind of find some good quality headphones that are no, not only noise canceling but a dual thread as well? Well, what do you mean by dual thread? I'll tell you. It's the combination of not only you can listen to your music, but you can use it as gaming headphones, wireless set gaming headphones. Who, who's tired of dealing with cords? I know I am. So 
so make sure to grab yourself a pair head over to their website and might as well you might as well just click on the same link tree that we have and get yourself a nice pair of headphones for your birthday early you know as a summer gift you know for especially if your kid getting ready for the summer the hard work they've been doing get them ready for those sols that are probably coming up here in the future they need to get cracking have some noise canceling headphones so that they need just to have concentration they need to be ready so make sure to check out all of our uh all of the work that we've been doing with our brands on our link tree especially also just check it out on our instagram page at underscore who jack underscore for all of our things now we have gotten to our mindful minute and it's probably going to be more than a minute because i like to talk about this um i think i've been doing a lot of like soul searching and i think being able to have strong mental health and i and we've talked about this a lot on the show having strong mental health goes a long way to what you want to get out of life and i had kind of a realization the other day i was just kind of i was at home i was studying and i got done i was just kind of chilling but i just got to thinking about a lot and once you can't once you get to that point when you're thinking about everything overthinking everything it kind of puts you in a state where did i do something wrong did i feel like you know i'm not doing enough did it kind of feel like there's more that i could be doing to a situation and that's kind of how i feel so i think just take the time every day to take some deep breaths try not to overthink everything and you know spend time with friends spend time with loved ones spend time with family because they're not going to be around forever and if you have a dog pet them if you have kids give them a hug if you have if your parents and grandparents are still around give them a hug give them a call because you know they love you and it's it's the little things that count and i'm gonna stop before i start crying but uh thanks again for tuning into the show guys again make sure to check out all everything going on in the nba so far make sure to check out our line on our on our link tree on our instagram page and and also check out mr vance johnson and his career moving forward as well as his boosted biz page bj for vance johnson and make sure to take care of yourselves out there and remember don't be a bystander be a hooper and keep balling peace